What is up, design family, and welcome back to another episode of Fit Design TV. On today's episode, we'll be looking at the fashion industry, and we'll be looking at it from a career-oriented perspective. What are the different types of careers, different types of jobs that you can pursue in the fashion space? When you think of fashion, you think of the fashion designers, you think of Alexander McQueen, you think of all of these large brands and the people that are at the head or at the forefront of these brands. But is that the only way to get into the fashion industry? You could say, Shadi, I'm not that creative or I don't know how to draw, but I'm extremely interested in fashion. How can I be a part of this business? Well, the good news is that there are so many moving parts and there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that you guys don't even know. So on this episode, we're going to be looking at the key types of careers that you can pursue in the fashion space. And spoiler alert, fashion designer is just the tip of the iceberg. So if you guys are interested in getting into fashion and you have been disheartened, by your lack of creativity, and you're still wondering how you can be a part of the space, well, watch this episode. You guys are in for a good one. Fashion design careers. We'll start off with the most obvious, and this is the creative path. Even within the creative path, what are the different subsets of this creative path that one can take? On the one hand, you have your creative fashion designer. This is the person that is encouraged or that is in charge of doing the creative, of sketching the product, of creating the design, the cuts, the overall look, the silhouette, the fit, the drape, this is the first type, but you also have the textile designer. Textile designer is equally as important. We understand in fashion that your design is only as good as the fabric that you use. You know that a specific product, a specific type of design can be completely hampered down by a wrong choice of fabric. Textile designers are going to be key. They know what fiber to choose. They know what spinning type to choose. They know whether to card it or to comb it. They know what types of fiber compositions to add, how much percentage of spandex to add for this specific type of stretch. Too much spandex will cause the fabric to be too heavy, to cause it to be unweightly, to drape incorrectly. Also, what are the different finishes that we have? Aesthetic finishes, functional finishes. You need a textile designer because a textile Textile designer is going to allow you to get the most out of your design, but also it's going to be the first thing that your customer is going to touch when they look at this product, when they interact with this product, how it feels, the silkiness, the coolness, the, the lightweightness is going to come from the textile designer. Also, how does it fit? Well, a pattern drafter is going to allow that to happen. Who's a pattern drafter? What does a pattern drafter do? Well, just look at my garment. Look at this shirt that I'm wearing. At some point, sure, this was conceived by a designer, but at another point, it was fit. It was tailored. It was put together by an excellent, talented pattern drafter that knew just the right angle of the shoulder, that knew how long to make the shoulder, how deep to make the armhole, how wide to cut the bicep. Skilled pattern drafter is going to allow a design and a fabric to come together in beautiful matrimony in order to create the finished garment. So in the creative field, you have your fashion designer, you have your pattern drafter, and you have your textile designer. The next subset of categories or careers that you one can actually pursue in the fashion space is that is going to be that of the fashion business oriented career paths. And these are going to be things like retail managers, merchandisers, and also marketing specialists. So if you're more into the business side and the sales side, well, this is going to be your key avenue. A retail manager is essential. Retail manager ultimately dictates how many products are bought and sold at a specific store. They'll make sure that their inventory is completely stocked with the things that need to sell. A buyer from large departments, right? If you think of Macy's, if you think of Harvey Nichols, all of these large buyers or these large department stores, they stock so much product. Well, who is coming up with the purchasing decisions on which products to buy? Think of the same store that you know and love and think of the fact that they almost know their customer. When you go into that store, you just see a wide range of products that speak to you. 
But imagine that same store in, this, in that same location with that same layout, but the wrong products were stocked there. Think of what a catastrophe that would be. A retail manager is going to ensure that everything is running smoothly, is going to ensure that the right products are in stock in the right colorways with the right sizing split. They're going to continuously monitor data from their sales and from what's not being sold to be able to make educated decisions to satisfy the customer and also to keep the brand moving forward. Also, you have merchandisers. Merchandisers are so important. A merchandiser is able to look at a brand's product catalog or an inventory and is able to see which products need to be put together, which products need to be put together both in store, both on a publication basis and perhaps even on social media. They're able to put outfits together that they know are going to work well, that are going to appeal to their target demographic. They're going to showcase the variety and the flexibility and the bandwidth of these products. A merchandiser knows how to sell the brand, knows how to make the brand attractive from a physical standpoint by using the products that have been designed by the design team. Merchandiser is essential because there's no point in creating beautiful products that people can't understand, can't contextualize. That's what a merchandiser does. They pick the sets. They pick the products that are going to be at the forefront, that are going to be in your face, that are going to be presented on social, and they allow you to consume them and to buy into the brand. Lastly, we have our marketing specialist. Marketing specialist is going to be essential. Everyone knows that a great product alone is not enough. What is the use of creating and crafting the most beautiful product, the most trendy product, the most in-line product with your customer's request? But if no one knows about it, if no one knows where to find you, if no one knows how to connect with you emotionally, a marketing specialist is going to know the customer very well. They're going to target the customer avatar. They're going to know the age. They're going to know the buying habits. They're going to know what this customer responds to emotionally, education-wise. They're going to know where this customer spends their time on all social platforms. Whether it is it in-store, is it out-store? When do they make their purchases? When they make a purchase, what triggers them to make this purchase and they're going to run campaigns visually and tactically in order to get that customer down. The next key category is going to be that of fashion production. And in the fashion production career space, we have things like project managers. We have things like sourcing specialists. We have things like quality assurance agents. Think of your design as a design and it stays as that. It is only when a design from a talented designer turns into a physical product and is executed the way that the designer envisioned, the way that the merchandiser envisioned, the way that the actual textile engineer envisioned, that it then becomes a reality that people can interact with. And this is what a great production manager is able to do. So if you're interested in strategy, if you're interested in client or factory communication and logistics management, if you're really good at negotiating, if you're really good at following up, at tracking specific types of or specific milestones of the project from A, B, C, D, E, F, G, then a production manager is what you're going to do. A production manager is in charge of making sure that a project is on track. When a sample comes in, he makes sure that the tech pack is followed, that the details are on point, that the fabric is selected correctly. They also make sure that when a prototype is approved, that a PP sample is sent out. They make sure that each of the key milestones that take a product from the tech pack, from the design into the finished product are completely followed. Also, we have our sourcing specialist. Sourcing specialists are essential. Look at your production facilities as a wide web of things. Most people think of the individual factory as a be all and all solution, as the one factory that does everything. But on the contrary, you have your cut and sew factory, you have the factory that puts everything together. Then you have the factory that may create the prints. You have a factory that may supply the trims. You have the factory that may supply the trims and the drawstrings, the aglets, all of these different moving parts that come together to actually create the finished garment. A sourcing specialist will have the ability to have a bunch of different suppliers on hand whenever needed in order to source specific things. This is an essential part of any brand's 
strategy. If you can't source, let's just say, a customized aglet at any specific time, right? You have this detail that is essential. It's an important part of your design. Then you find yourself out of luck. Last, we have our quality assurance specialist. What use is all this work, this project management? What use is a great sourcing specialist that is able to get you any fabric at any time, any drawstring, any zipper, if at the end of the day, the quality standards that you've set are not being followed by the factory? You know, when it comes to production, we outsource. We work with Eastern Asia, we work in Europe, we work in all parts of the world. So having a good quality assurance manager is going to make sure that your design is implemented exactly as envisioned and is also upheld in a bulk production standpoint, not just in a prototype or a pre-production standpoint. The last category is that of fashion journalism and communication careers. And these can be careers like fashion journalism, public relations, social media management. This is going to be a great option for you if you're all about a little bit of marketing, but you do really well with people. You know how to engage with the public. You know how to manage a public persona. You know how to interact and to get into, to tap into what the market needs. And also if you love fashion, if you love fashion for fashion's sake, you're able to report on fashion. You're able to highlight specific trends. You're able to work as part of a magazine, an editorial, a blog, a YouTube channel, a TikTok page, an Instagram page, a Reddit page to completely give the people that are interested in sports or activewear or whether whether they're fans of a specific brand, the updates, the most up-to-date information about a specific launch, a specific product, or maybe a new category. There's really well-known publications all over the world that forecast that come together to give trends to the future. Well-known one is WGSN. That is basically all to do with fashion analysts. That is all to do with fashion journalism. That updates, that creates reports, that creates trends, that curates trends that exist on the runways, that exist in the major fashion shows and compiles everything together and is able to deliver that information to the public in a way that is compact and very, very bite-sizable, one could say. On the flip side, you have your social media management. Fashion brands live and die according to how they portray themselves on social. You could have the most sustainable product. You could have the most eco-friendly appearance. You could create your products with net zero carbon emissions. You could go all of the way to make sure that your products are completely free of any toxins. But if your socials don't completely articulate that, if you can't tell your story in a way that makes sense, that is instantly recognizable and understandable to your audience, well, then you're gonna find all of your efforts completely out of luck. This is what a good social media strategist is going to be able to do. They're going to be able to come up with the right types of content to tell your story, showcase your USPs, to find your customer, and to engage and to connect with them. And then lastly, you have your public relations specialist. As your business grows, as your fashion brand, attracts more eyes. More eyes potentially means more problems. And with more problems means you need to be able to manage your brand's public persona, how people engage with your brand. Really well-known brands that have faced public backlash in the past that have had really good public relation managers to be able to overcome that is something like Nike. Nike in the early 2000s was very well-known for using sweatshops in Eastern Asia. And sure, the story may have been two-sided. You have both sides of the story. Nike claims that their factories completely had humane and very, very fair working conditions. But the public outcry was that this was not the case. By managing the public persona or the failure to manage public persona cost Nike a lot of money, cost them a lot of time, cost them a lot of effort, and they were ultimately fighting a losing battle. By simply not managing how the public viewed their brand, any future action performed by Nike 
was viewed within the lens of this brand does not take care of its employees. This brand does not respect human rights. And this is how important a public relations manager is for a brand. Well, guys, that is it. That is a wrap on this episode. To recap quickly, we've learned today that you don't just have the design-oriented careers when it comes to fashion. There's so much more to it. You can go into any avenue that your heart desires and ultimately you should play to your strengths just because you're not creative just because you can't draw just because you don't know too much about fabric does not mean that there's not a place for you in the fashion industry you need to identify where your strengths lie and play to your strengths if you're more analytical then go for a production management role if you're more into fabrics then perhaps a textile engineer role would be better suited for you if you're more into public relations then perhaps a public relations manager or a social media manager would be best suited for your specific skill set if you guys are more curious on your specific skill set and where I would see you or where I would place you, well, let me know in the comments below what your background is and I'll try to get through as many comments as possible and I'll give you guys my best recommendations. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.